News, views, opinions, and attitudes. Attitudes. There's actually uh, intriguing talk. You know, they talk about the news. And you have to respect them for that. You're listening to Right On Radio. Right on, right on, right on. And that's right. It is not optional. You have to respect them for that. But who is the them? Well, that's Jeff and Jesse, your favorite podcast. Right. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> and we've got lots of opinions, views, and attitudes today. <laughs> We're coming at you live with news, views, opinions, and attitudes. And yes, we do interject our opinions. Uh, don't take Anything that we say as being 100% true, unless it's on our Sunday show where we read the word of God, which is 100% true. But listen, we can be wrong about things. We're not often, but we have been in the past. But we can be, we're human, you know, here or there. So we encourage everybody, do your research, do your digging, you know, connect your own dots and don't look at us as the end all of everything so although jesse we are far better than any other podcast out there you know i, I would challenge right. that at all i mean <laughs> i think that you know we're given some great intel straight from the sources news information you know we've got it all and we present it from a view that nobody else does so that's right and and i will say uh other ones, Jesse speaks on, Jesse speaks truth on other podcasts as well. The Reveal Report, Aquarius Rising, David Zublick, and uh, Carmen Struder as well. <laughs> Those are the regular ones. Those are my regulars, that's right. And so, you know, and even if, uh, if you don't agree with the hosts of them, Jesse does go on there and present truths. And by the way, uh, I think the hosts get some of this stuff right. And maybe a lot of it, right. Yeah. You never know. Uh, I'm yeah. not here to judge. No, we get, we get actually pretty, you know, it's interesting. Um, those shows are the ones where I get the most individuals contacting me asking, you know, what scripture I read or telling me, Hey, I went out, I bought a Bible. You know, I was a Christian. I kind of had gone way off the path and, you know, you're coming on and sharing with me has brought me back to the Lord. So that's, those actually are the shows where I have the most people that I'm discipling. And then they all come to either write on radio or the, you know, pretty much write on radio for their discipleship, you know, and they join in on the Sunday stuff. And it's yeah, very and, and interesting listen, how let, God's let, working these days. Let, huh? You got to go into places where it's not all Christian. Listen, most of our audience yeah. here is faith-based and we pray for people who are not Christians to come here, but let's face it. When we look at Aquarius rising, you know, they have a little bit of a new age stint to it. You know, they, yeah. they don't, I'm not accusing them. Not They're not hiding it. Uh, listen, they have their beliefs. George uh, from the reveal report came out of the occult. And so he has a lot of people who follow the occult and, Listen, that's those are the people that need to come into the ministry, right? right you know, absolutely. it's people who are not saved. So, you know, there there's a lot of benefit uh, to that, and uh, and you know, I, I see a lot of growth in Carmen. Actually, uh, Jesse, I've really been pleased to see 
you know, when I first started watching her a, a year ago, uh, her walk has just my perception. I'm not making judgments, Carmen. Uh, I'm not, you know, evaluating, but just, just my, uh, my perception is that her heart yeah. has really softened to the Lord. And, and it's uh, neat. You know, I think I value her show a lot because of the, she makes it very applicable for people who are learning to walk out their faith, you know, and she goes to those harder questions, like how do we, you know, bring scripture into our home? How do we do this or that? You know, how young can you start speech, uh, teaching spiritual warfare to children? You know, so those things that make it very applicable, learning how to live as a Christian is really what she brings out on her shows. And so really love that. Yeah. Where we teach you how to fight on this show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Jeff is going to put the club in his hand and go to war. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And uh, and by the way, we're going to be talking about war a lot today. And in particular, yeah. we're going to be talking about the big bear that is Russia. And we're going to talk about Ukraine. And we're going to talk about what we believe is really going on. And, and you know, like many of you, I've spent countless hours getting information. There's so much disinformation in the media. There's so much disinformation in the truther movement. Okay, yeah. so we're going to present uh, some stuff that I believe, you know, I'm satisfied that they're verified. But before yeah. we do that, Jesse, I was asked to do something early this morning, and it's by uh, one of the people who work with us in My Liberty Stand. And essentially, first of all, let me just share what it is here because you know we have so many listeners and we and we thank everyone that has signed up and, and come on with us absolutely we thank you for doing that but there's a lot of people who haven't gone and maybe they're scared of signing up or something like that but i'm gonna show you what it is and then i'm gonna give you just the important message that i'm passing along from one of our team members so just give me one second here we're gonna share this screen here so this is what the website looks like. It's really, really simple. Uh, we don't take your, we don't sell your information. We don't offer it to anyone else. We don't put you on a list where we mail to you all the time. None of that happens. So uh, what does it say right here? Why were small businesses closed? A major corporation stayed open and hit record profits. Well, we know because it's the great reset. But one of the things I wanted to point out here is this little graph here. How do your our purchases make a difference? And you see here is a wheel with every major corporation and brand that are out there. And you see the parent companies of them all. And for Podbean, uh, there's a, just go to the website. You'll see it there on the website. But you see like PepsiCo and Coca-Cola and Kellogg's and Mars and Kraft, mm -hmm. Heinz, and Nestle, Procter and Gamble, Johnson and Johnson, General Mills, and they own all these brands. And when you see these brands on the shopping shelves in your grocery store, you think that they're competitors, but they're not competitors. They own the competing brands of what <laughs> they're selling. And yeah. by the way, all of these major corporations go up to BlackRock and Vanguard. Jesse, 
Who is at the head of BlackRock and Vanguard? <laughs> well, we'll say the Luciferian Brotherhood, high-level members. That's right. So yeah. one of the things that uh, the, the, the favor that was asked for me to, to put forward, because when you sign up at, uh, at mylibertystand.com, you put in your first name, your last name, your best email, and your actual phone number, okay? Uh, don't if you put in a fake phone number, why are you wasting the time? Yeah, uh, and not many people do that, and sometimes it's a mistake. But put in your best phone number, and then what happens is one of your fellow right on radio listeners they're not professional salespeople, they're not you know, but they're they're trained, and all they do is you, you when you fill out that form, you're committing to about 15 to 20 minutes, okay. And you're going to have a conversation with the person and they're going to tell you what it's all about. And honestly, if you're, if you don't have time to go out and make your voice heard, if you don't have time to volunteer to get a, a patriotic candidate elected, if you don't have time to petition school boards and stuff like that, honestly, at least you can fight with your dollars and mm -hmm. it helps Jesse and I, but not only that, when you meet with your other right on radio listener, they're going to show you the tremendous impact it will have. And it's shocking. It's worth it just to find out that alone. So what, what I was asked is, you know, some people sign up and then we can't, we text, we email and we get no response and it happens more often than not. And then, you know, if people book appointments, they don't show up for appointments just have integrity, ladies and gentlemen. Have personal integrity, and if you make, if you want to make a stand, then stand up. Be a stand up right. and honor the appointment. You and pick if the you time. Don't, no shame in that, you know. But don't, you know, if if you aren't decided, you know, just say I'm not decided, or just maybe wait until you know you want to make that decision and walk forward in that. Yeah, and listen, even if you do the appointment, there's no obligation. There's no high-pressure sales. It's none of that. Right. It's just someone to say, listen, this is it, and you can choose or not choose. But what I'm just saying is if, if you make the appointment, just have integrity and, and keep the appointment. And if you missed an appointment, yeah. there's no judgment on you. Just do the right thing. And Absolutely. say, I can't do it, or say, I will do it, you know, as – taking the time for the appointment, then the decision is yours. So uh, BG, I hope I got that right. <laughs> <laughs> All yes. right. Onward, Jesse. Where do we start? How about this? We got big booms, Jeff, here. I mean, this is going to be an amazing discussion, I think, even just putting the questions out there. But go ahead with what you were thinking. Well, we're we're gonna we're gonna get into some detail on this. So we're gonna talk about all the aspects that you've heard about, but we're gonna give you a little bit more perception. And so the general topic is we're gonna be talking about Russia and Ukraine. But Jesse, why don't we start with this question? Why are children or the trafficking of people in general, but I'm gonna focus on the children so important to the Luciferian cabal? Yeah, for them, you know, it's one of their biggest forms of money and not just, you know, we're not just talking like physical money, like the dollar or gold, but 
you know, this is how they make both their assets and their insurance policies. So um, with insurance, you know, if they want people to remain in the system doing their positions, uh, they will blackmail that individual with pictures with uh, children or, or doing nefarious things. And that forever then becomes something they hold over that person's head um, to ensure that they're staying in there. With children, you know, let's just be honest, let's call it what it is. We're talking about people who worship Lucifer and major bloodlusty demonic spirits, you know, and so you know, what it, What do they use these children for? It's it's to fulfill their carnal lusts of, you know, killing, consumption, uh, money, fame, fortune, you know, and, and we've talked about this before we broke down, you know, how much money does one child bring to the system? Um, you know, it starts off where they make money off of that child uh, using them for sexual exploitation. Then, uh, when when the child can no longer be used for that, uh, individuals can pay more money to either ritually kill or consume the child. And then after that, they pay more money to uh, turn that child into a diamond that they can use in their witchcraft, or they can buy and sell on the market as a high-level um, commodity. And, and then after... Right. And then even after that, you know, whatever ashes remain, uh, get sold to the food companies and, you know, those get, they put spells, hexes, curses on those. They mix it in with our food and the public then pays money for those products. So, you know, each child brings them a seven to eight fold product or sorry, uh, you know, income off of that. And that's just, you know, each child brings in that much for them. So we're talking, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars off each life. And that doesn't even include all the other nefarious things that they do, like harvesting, you know, the eggs from girls, and then later combining that, making further souls and, you know, exploiting those souls on the black market. Um, and you know, what for about energy magic as well, Jesse, how is that so key to, you know, the uh, requests that they make to the other entities? Yeah, the sex magic is huge. Um, you know, if they want to be dealing with the principalities and, uh, you know, which it's a power structure, you know, if you're, if you're in this power structure, you want to be aligned with the top dogs in the system who have the most power and authority. But in order to get aligned with those principalities, you know, you have to be into that deep, dark, black uh, sex magic and blood magic. Uh, so, you know, with that, a lot of the individuals who are in sports, Hollywood, uh, famous people, even behind the scenes, those who are members of the Satanic Council, bankers, uh, Bilderbergs, um, in order to be in those places of power, you know, they have to engage in that sex magic. And, you know, that gives them, we'll just say, authority in the dimensions 
you know, because we live in a multidimensional universe. And uh, so if they want that authority, they have to be able to know, you know, how to use diamonds and magic and sex to, to get that. And one of the first statements you said, Jesse, I just want to uh, pile on before we move on. And that is the blackmail aspect of it. Bear in mind, people, most, very few people get to prominent positions of power in this fallen world without being controlled. Right. Like, and by the way, there's evidences and we can say that, for instance, in all of the U.S. Congress, for instance, and I'd say the percentages are about the same around the world. You know, so there's, well, let's say 600 people, 550, 600 people between the Senate and the Congress. There's less than 10 that I think are not controlled, maybe right. five. Just because they seem like good guys... Uh, because they express something that's your point of view, but then they do nothing about it. And we're going to be naming some names, by the way, today, or I'm going to name some names anyways. Uh, it's time to expose a few of these guys. But So it's very, you have to understand, they're controlled. Mm -hmm. And they're controlled by many different ways. One of the ways is they have evidence against them uh, with minors. Yep. So Jesse... The other thing is, and while we're thinking of minors and even very young infants, mm -hmm. why is adrenochrome so important to the Luciferian cabal? Yeah, that's one of the ways um, it heightens their spiritual acuity. So, you know, it makes it easier for those who have visions or who... Um, want to be hearing, seeing, or feeling in the spirit world to do that. So think about that, even just like a regular soldier or somebody in a crisis situation, when your body starts producing more adrenochrome, you, you do have heightened senses. So, you know, these individuals, instead of creating that in their own body with their own adrenochrome, they will introduce outside sources of adrenochrome um, and use that, um, you know, I've brought out even that they are, they, they test, they calculate for each of the children or adults who are in the system who will be engaging in uh, different spiritual rituals, we'll say. Um, you know, I went through a time of testing as a kid, like from age four and a half to five, where, you know, they would, um, inject me with adreno and so they knew like how much could i take on a daily basis and be able to function normally but at that heightened spiritual acuity versus you know what amount would cause me to go into a psychosis um so they they even test that far to know like how much they can take and and they do you know at rituals they will go over that amount uh, so that they purposely do go into a psychosis. Yeah. And so it's important for, we have a lot of new listeners, Jesse, and I, I apologize to our regular listeners to rehash this. We don't bring it up very often, but every once in a while, we need to have a reminder of the foundational stuff behind this. And, and this right. is all very relevant 
to Ukraine and Russia right now. We're going to get there. But Jesse, when we say adrenochrome, we're not talking about, by the way, and there's no coincidences, ladies and gentlemen, you're probably using a Chrome browser on your computer. What is the engine that drives that Chrome browser? Well, it's called Adreno. But we're not talking about internet browsers here today. Jesse, how is adrenochrome harvested? Well, I saw the the ancient forms of harvesting. So, you know, I've brought forward that um, with the ancient form of harvesting, they would uh, chain children to wood plaques that would be hanging up on the ceilings. And, uh, you know, they did both um, the adrenal plus the pineal gland has a special hormone. But, you know, what I what I saw basically was compared to like a maple tree uh, tap, but they would have these long skewer taps that uh, they would insert through the nasal cavity into that gland. And then the liquid would drip out into jars down below. Um, so, yeah, that's how I witnessed it. But, but, but I know they also- can also do it by injection or other means by removing the organ, things like that. But how do they get the adre- adrenaline to get so much? It's it's through horror. It's through torture. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. They will cause the fear uh, if they're doing a, that's usually for a live harvesting. Um, and that's good to bring out. They have, in some circumstances, it's, it's harvested live, which means that they're going to cause severe horror, terror, and then that will cause the um, organs to produce this mass amount and then they will consume that. But then you've got the longer term where, you know, they have individuals that they hold captive uh, where they harvest them regularly, um, you know, on a daily or weekly basis. And, um, you know, that's part of the horror is that they're paralyzed. There's nothing they can do. And they know that, they're being used in this way, and then they're just so weak they can't even fight. They're kept at that state where you know they're very weak and not able to you know protect or run or hide or anything. So you've got a couple different groups or a couple different ways where that happens. But so at like the, at the highest the prisons, level, the prisons is a place. Prisons are notorious for long-term adrenal harvesting. That's one of the abuses that happens to our prisoners. And and so just at the highest level, Jesse, if someone really wanted to make a power grab in the world, let's say, um, and I don't know, I've never been a part of this, but I would think that they wouldn't have just the, uh, the old stock, uh, you know, adrenal, they want as young as possible, as innocent as possible. So we're talking infants. Yeah. And, and then they take the adrenochrome and I'm just guessing here. So correct me if I'm wrong, Jesse, but they would ingest that and then want to go do sex magic with again, as young and innocent as possible. Yeah. This is horrific. That's the basics of it. Yeah. This is absolutely horrific. Now, why do we bring all this up as our foundational understanding of what's happening right now. Well, 
it has been publicized. I have seen the articles. It's been in major newsprint, like uh, even in the Washington Post, things like that. Ukraine, number one spot in the world for organ harvesting. So when you have organ harvesting, you can assume that all these other things are happening before they're harvested. Yeah. And let's define even the organ harvesting because it's not just for um, consumption. That means that that's also one of the major suppliers for any witchcraft paraphernalia stores uh, that buy, sell, trade these items for very high level um, magic spells or rituals that are going to be performed by individuals practicing those things. So, um, you know, it's not just a, it's not just because the elite need a liver or a kidney or a new heart. No. That's, that's not even part of it. Really what they're doing is using these items in different forms of witchcraft. So, and so I'm just going to put a personal example of some, of a change that I had to make. I had to Jesse. So, you know, I, I've always, you know, I'm a big guy. I've always struggled. I want to keep some weight off and things like that. And I try to make little adjustments here and there. And one of the things I went to was uh, Weight Watchers uh, multigrain bread because they're smaller pieces and right. they're 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 thinner and uh, and you know it has the name Weight Watchers on it and I thought okay that's probably better than what I was eating, but then I found out Oprah had bought it, <laughs> and and she we already know she uses foreskin in her makeup products. I'm right. thinking what the hell's in this bread, man? <laughs> you know like. <laughs> Uh, and, and when I say what the hell, I say that advisedly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're like, huh? Natural. What does the word natural define? <laughs> you know, they never define natural or organic. Um, <laughs> th those are their two biggest ploys in the world. And you pay more money for it. I'll just put it that out It is more there. expensive. Yes. You, you pay more money. <laughs> so I, I can tell you the highest paying form of of dark magic there is out there is what they classify as necromancy and blood magic um and you know they define it as speaking with the dead but they never tell you that that those communications how they view it is not physically dead necessarily you know it could also be spiritually dead so um it, it gets interesting in this Okay, so now you've got my interest on that. Uh, how would spiritually dead be defined? Well, um, it could be, you know, those who who don't walk with God. Um, so, you know, we've talked to one of our other shows, we had brought out like the forefathers where, um, you know, the Masons and other groups at the higher levels they will preserve the mind um, of an individual. So before that mind fully dies in the body, like the body may die, but they will keep that mind alive, which also gives them still full access to that individual spirit and communicate with that spirit. And the authorities that that come with it. Right. So, you know, physically the person is dead but spiritually, they're still able to communicate, which is what the necromancy is, is that 
you're communicating with somebody on the spirit plane and not necessarily on the physical plane. All right. So I'm going to break some news and this might not be news for all of you, but for many of you, this will be shocking. Exactly what Jesse has just described. I'm going to give you one very famous name that was used in that way. Yeah. John F. Kennedy. Yep. And we have a second one. Walt Disney was used in that way as well. Yeah. Oh, by the way, wasn't he supposed to come back to life uh, like in November? I forgot about that. Maybe he did. Maybe it just hasn't been made public yet. Yeah. Or maybe it didn't work. <laughs> I don't know. Well, well, we'll see, Jeff. I don't know. Maybe that was, maybe that's part of the international disasters right now is, you know, Walt's, Walt's come into his full re- reconstituted uh, magical self. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the other thing about the Ukraine, not only they're known for organ harvesting, listen, Ukraine and the Netherlands are very special places to the Illuminati. Yeah. Um, the Netherlands is kind of, and Switzerland, I will say as well. Uh, yeah, it's because of the, the ley lines and the different, you know, energy pulls they can get in those areas. You know, and, and just like, they use, you know, uh, the Vatican, uh, the England and, uh, and Washington DC as three power centers. They have other power centers as well. And I'm going to suggest that, uh, Ukraine and the Netherlands are somehow connected (laughs) in this. Yeah, I believe they are as well. So the other thing about the Ukraine is it's, probably per capita that and the Netherlands, the most underground catacombs in the world. Yeah. Which those, you know, we've talked about that, the different tunnel systems. And for those who are new to listening to this, you know, you've kind of got three levels. You've got you know, the surface level uh, tunnels, which are going to be what's used by the utility companies, water, sewer, all of that. The second level is what's used by the military dumb bases. Um, So, you know, that's going to be getting pretty close to the aquifer, but still above that. Then you have the deepest levels, which are usually only used by the protectors and the subterranean dumb bases. And those can even be under sea level on, you know, the land that's under the sea. So, um, you know, catacombs in there, um, these are ancient tunnel lines that were built by the Templars as, you know, we'll just say as the Jesuits moved into areas, they would build entire cities and towns, but everything would be built from underground up. And the above ground is just the indicators so that people coming into that city could know, you know, without even asking, they would know where the entrances, where the exits to the tunnels, where can rituals happen? If I'm in trouble, who will help me? If I'm hungry, where can I get food? Uh, Who will give me hospitality and lodging? So everything about the structure and the outsides 
of those cities will tell people all of that information. Um, even down to, you know, in my course, uh, uh, Dominion and Authority, the first part of that, I break down city sigils and symbols. So as you come into any town or city, you will always see their symbols, and that's going to tell you who has reign and authority and jurisdiction in the occult world in that city. So. It, just amazing. Listen, as they say, as above, so below. Yeah. There literally is another world underneath your feet. Absolutely. And I think it's important, too, to bring out, you know, the Nazi connections as well. Um, you know, really, who are these Nazis? Um, is it just that they're German military groups? Absolutely not. Um, you know, one of the major ones in my life that I've come forward that the system was hiding, but this individual also trained me as a child in parts and aspects of my position that I was to take for the system. Uh, but his name was Michael Carcock. And, you know, he was a high level York Wright, Scottish Wright Mason, um, you know, who also was very high level in the Luciferian Brotherhood. He served in Hitler's army, you know, as the Ukrainian, get that, this is a German army, but his position title was Ukrainian Legion of Defense Leader. And what were his specialties? Uh, they were defense magic and operational strategic uh, stra strategy movement of troops. So, um, you know, how did he move the troops? It wasn't on the ground. It wasn't through buses or trucks or, or trains, you know, he his troops moved through spiritual gates so that's what he you know how he and his guys could get in and out of places you know almost like ghosts and be there you know take out of town and then be gone and it's because he he knew where the gates were how to operate them and how to get troops in and out of there so yeah and the Nazis go back, uh, believe it or not, uh, you know, so far I've traced them back about 300 years to India. <laughs> like, um, of all places, you know, I mean, yeah, they, they've been around, uh, we'll say around the world for a very long time. Over a thousand time. years. Yeah. Over a thousand years with the same swastika, by the way. But which, that's, that's, which isn't necessarily. Nazi, this is the thing. It's it's kind of interesting because that goes all the way back. You know, we've brought out a lot about the book Initiates of the Flame. People can look at copies of that online and you'll see in the page corners, what do you see? That swastika. Mm -hmm. So in a brotherhood religious book, why are there all these swastikas? You know, what does it really represent? Yeah. What does it really represent? Well, it's a, it's actually a broken sword, um, a broken sword or a broken cross. And, you know, end time wise, it, it represents that, um, you know, the sword being pulled out of the stone. So the circle would be the stone. So you see how focused they are. <laughs> on these things that we've been bringing out. That's why Jesse keeps reminding, go back to 
you know, probably, you know, actually the original uh, thing we did on Astro World and just move yeah. up from there uh, and yeah, catch some back. of those old shows. Texas tea, like it's all vital to understanding these people and what they're doing. And even, you know, as things are coming out here too, you know, about Ukraine, it all ties in. You know, if you want to understand why do they have the bio labs, is it just to, you know, create diseases or take out people through plagues? You know, no, not really. You know, there's other things that they're doing with those bio labs, and it goes to, their magic to alchemy, you know, that they're doing different forms of sex and blood magic um, in those labs. And, uh, you know, we can track all that. We've been bringing all that stuff forward. It all goes back to their playbooks, which we've already brought forward in a lot of these episodes. And think of the protection you would have and the privacy you would have in doing it in a bio lab. Like no one from the public's going to go want to do a search warrant on a bio lab, right? Right. Well, here's the thing. Here's we can set our puzzlers up with a challenge here, Jeff, because this is good. I I will propose that that book, Initiates of the Flame, predicts what just happened with the Olympics and the Super Bowl. Um, there's images on the pages in there. So one, you've got the lotus and the the opening of the lotus flower, which mm-hmm. we saw in the opening ceremony of Beijing. And I pet go. Right. After that, you've got the symbol of the ram. Okay. Which who won the Super Bowl. So I would encourage people, if you want to know what's going to happen next, like just go through that book online and look at the images. The images tell you the game plan. Um, so if you want to know what's happening with Ukraine and what happens next, take a look at those images. So, and we'll continue to cover it. Just but just back to the uh, the Nazis real quick, uh, Jesse. So there is a Nazi army working for the government of Ukraine right now. Yes. And what's interesting is how many of them, I'll just call it out, Jeff, how many of them are U.S. Masons? They're they're Aryans. We're going to have to take a count here. I mean, we really do. So, yeah. Okay, now let's let's uh and and we're gonna go we're gonna tie in with the bio labs again. Uh, we're gonna come back to the Nazis, and and what what was the Nazi plan? You know, because they publicized it worldwide. Um, it was you know to basically rescind the world's population, and uh, and you and I aren't included in their plan. <laughs> they well, don't want I am, us to. Jeff. You may not be, but I am. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that is true. <laughs> But you might not make it past a certain day in their plan. I might not make it past a certain day. (laughs) (laughs) They don't look well on people who work against the agenda. (laughs) That's right. Um, So let's look at some facts right now. Who's for Ukraine and against Putin and who is for Putin and against Ukraine? First of all, I want to make a disclaimer, and I shouldn't have to do this, but I will. Look, some people say there's not even a war happening. There's a war happening. 
Okay. There is a war happening and innocent people get killed in war. Every war in our lifetimes and our parents and our grandparents' lifetimes, we know were lies now. We know that they were all based on lies. The greatest weapon of war is the propaganda machine. And it's all lies. Now, let's look at some of the players. And I'm going to say this as evidence. And by the way, I'm going to throw in this one because there's a a minute-long video of uh, Marina Abramovich saying, we have to help the people of Ukraine. Oh, we have to help them. Yes, Jeff. You know, Marina, who studied under Gloria, I'll I'll say Grand High Priestess, Gloria Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt. who, you know, I've talked about in depth, was a high-level black black magic witch you know everybody under her she's trained in her odd form of divinations which really go down the scary kooky lane um yeah and and the same lady who does spirit cooking you know marina who does spirit cooking and this one not a lot of people because she teaches it to the stars jesse right right there was there was something really good that came out like she had Marina had an exhibit for quite a few years at the Black Diamond Hotel in the Cop- in Copenhagen. Um, but what was interesting about that is that there was a group called Bychip that decided to, uh, you know, also use that hotel uh, for a presentation of of their chip, which they ironically, and I'm not kidding about this, they had named it. The mark of the beast, according to the Gospels. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it just doesn't get more real than that. And they're they're like camping out at the same hotel where Marina Abramovich is. So I don't know. I mean, you just gotta. It, yeah, it's not it, coincidence, you know. And, you not know, reach, listen to someone who's into cannibalism and you know spirit cooking. You know, whatever that is. <laughs> you yeah. know. But it's acceptable because she teaches all the Hollywood stars how to do it. And so it's popular, as a matter of fact. And has like, you know, exhibitions where, you know, she will even help you remove some of your own flesh and try it, you know. So (laughs) there's just no end to the on that one. But look at the success she's had with someone like Lady Gaga. There's that picture of Lady Gaga standing above all these presidents. Right? I mean... Uh, you know, obviously high level success they've had, you know, and so, so, you know, I think she would make, you know, Gloria very proud, um, you know, connected with Gloria. Also, you have individuals like Madonna. So not just Lady Gaga, but, you know, Grand Dame Madonna, who also was very successful in life. So, you know, they've produced some good eggs and, and then you, you got Beyonce who's got her own church that worships her, you know, so, uh, you know, she's reached her goddesshood through Gloria, you know, reached her enlightenment there. So I guess, you know, we could say that they've had quite a successful run. So Jesse, would I be going out on a limb to say that they're still communicating with Gloria? I would believe that they are. I don't know. 
Yeah. Maybe they, maybe they go visit a plot somewhere once a year, a couple times a year. Right well, before I think, tour. I think they go and socialize at that restaurant that's on her property that used to be the barn. And underneath there was her taxidermy room. But now they made a restaurant where everybody goes and eats above that taxidermy room. Um, <laughs> you know, so I think that's where the communications happen. I'll just say, you know. All right. So let's look at some of the other players as well. Uh, well, let's just paint a, a broad stroke brush. Um, for once, Jesse, it's like a miracle of God that bipartisan support, the, the uh, Democrats and Republicans all agree we need to support Ukraine. They've come together, folks. You know, Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> this is what it took. It, it, this took is what it took Putin to bring them all together. I applaud Putin in that endeavor. <laughs> so he's brought them all together. And by the way, today is going to be the uh, State of the Union, Jesse. Uh, I bet there will be about 40 people tuning in for that. At what time is that going to be at Jeff? Uh, I have no idea. I won't watch it. I, I can't. I can't watch that uh, acting Pedotus. Although it's he's, probably he's good a for fabulous quality. actor. I have to give him that. He's a fabulous actor. <laughs> he's a fabulous actor. I still think it's Jim Carrey. <laughs> I'm just going to put <laughs> I think that you're out. You're right there. on that. That's my guess too. But with the with the smile that he does, only Jim Carrey can do that. I'm telling you. I think it's Jim Carrey. <laughs> and what a role what a role yes um, so we have him doing the address uh who else do we have there's uh let's talk about well, some of these republicans who've come together with this i'm glad you wanted you brought that up because there's one i saw a clip i guess uh lindsey you know from uh south carolina and he's about as dirty as they get okay He's about like this guy is a swamp creature. He's on Jesse Waters last night, and I watched the entire interview. And I'm telling you, this guy is panicked over Ukraine. He's so panicked, and we know that he's one of these guys fed by the uh, the war machine and stuff like that. He's on the payroll and stuff like that, but he's nervous about this, and so's Nancy. So's Chuck. They're nervous about this, right? And so he's on, and you could you could hear it in his voice. And I'm not a body language expert, but you don't have to be to see this guy's panicked. And then, you know, Jesse Waters lays up that question that he's been waiting for. Do you think that as Americans we should supply them more weapons? And before Jesse's even finished the question. You see the smirk coming out. Oh, good. Yeah. We can make money by selling weapons. <laughs> and, but they're scared about what's going to come out in Ukraine. They're scared because I think it's almost like all roads lead to Ukraine right now. Right. Well, we'll think about that. Um, you know, just from my own personal experiences, we had Michael Carcock, who trained, you know, Michael Aquino and John Brennan in how to run the the governmental programs with experiments and projects that included children. And what were they doing with those children? But they were 
you know, basically creating children to act as weapons, and they were buying, selling, bidding among the nations for these children um, who were weapons. So, you know, I think that there's a double sword there for these individuals that they know the full extent of what, you know, those they've bought and sold and where the highest level of them are being held, you know, and there's not going to be any stopping, you know, the men, good men and women who are going in to get those kids, you know, there's what we call neutral ground, which I'll just say has been applied. So there's, you know, they're not going to be able to save themselves with this witchcraft because the spirit of God is going in there first and God in his power and might, there is no, you know, they're going to stand back and be like, wow, you know, every heart's going to melt. Every knee's going to be trembling because there's nothing they can do against the finger of God when it's moving. There's nothing they can do. And so we, we talked about one actor who's going to give a speech tonight, but Jesse, it's important that we bring out another actor. Oh, absolutely. President Zelensky. Now, you think he's an actor too? Well, you know, it's funny because when you listen to Trump, he says these offhanded comments and you look into it. And, you know, many diggers like myself do that, Jesse. And at CPAC, you know, just as this thing's starting, Trump's giving an interview outside of his speech. And, you know, he's asked about Ukraine. He goes, Oh, I guess Zelensky, I don't know. He was an actor or a comedian or something. Oh, okay. So it turns out he's an actor who actually played the president of Ukraine in a role. And by the way, he's also in like Euro trash uh, music videos. That's just terrible. I I was, I was going to play it for comedy, but I'm not going to. And of course you see all the, uh, the pictures, you know, covering one eye and doing all the different things. That are, so listen, this guy's a plant, right? All right, very interesting, <laughs> very interesting. And and by the way, remember there was uh, an an impeachment, I think, of uh, forty five over Ukraine and the f- conversation with Zelensky, where that uh, tape got leaked out, and and really yeah. it was a perfect phone call, so it didn't really matter. But then, as you watch the trial, the impeachment trial. I want you to start recalling, this is for you diggers, all the people that flew from Ukraine that were working in the U.S. embassies. In in particular, there's one guy with glasses and he was wearing like a military uniform. Mm -hmm. But him and the star female witness are the ones you got to put your eyes on. And I've not finished my dig, so I'm not going to go any further there. But I'm telling you, there's there yeah. there. Interesting. Yep. There is there there. In fact, uh, Jesse, you had mentioned a military U.S. military connection to the Ukraine uh, before with uh, just you know Karkok and Aquino. Mm-hmm. And I would suggest that maybe there's the same type of connection right there right now. I, I would suggest there is as well. Yeah. Now, let's go to the other side, because we've talked about that. Uh, let's go to the other side, and and I just want to uh, 
it's all public record. So, you know, Vladimir Putin, uh, and listen, I know he's not a good guy. He was KGB. He's got a past. Okay. I've got a past. He's got got a past. past, But he's got a past. By the way, something I kind of like about the guy, Jeff, I just got to say there, you know, something I kind of like about him. I, I, I like to have, you know, I'll just say those who are kind of like, you know, on the other side of the fence, I, I want to know who they are. I want to know, be able to predict their next move. And I think he's one of those individuals that, you know, he's very good at just being forthright with what he's planning to do. And you know? he has been saying publicly for years, Jesse, he thinks that the West is run by Satanists. He hates pedophiles. He hates child trafficking. Yeah. And he said that they, hey, they have bio labs right on my border in Ukraine and they're U.S. funded. Yeah. Huh. And, and, and by the way, if you go back to the impeachment, I'm sorry, I'm jumping around a little bit, but don't forget uh, that there's a lot of, you know, Hunter was there. Pelosi's kids there, John Kerry's kids there. Um, yeah. Huh? They have some vested interest in the Ukraine, and if they're all panicked and saying we need to stop Big Bad Bear, I think they're telling you which side to be on. And you yeah. don't have to be a fan of uh, of Vladimir and, and Jesse. Any personal relationship with him? Do I? Oh, yes. I can't answer that, but <laughs> well, by saying I have that. a question for him <laughs> that I think they should all be very concerned about, but um, you know, all the rats and stuff, but no, you know, I mean, from things, you know, I'll, I'll share this. This is really interesting. Um, I used to dream about him all the time when I was a kid and I would dream about him sitting behind his desk. And since I was about 12, my prayer from those dreams was, Lord, even if he's the last person that I get to talk to, I want to share the gospel with him. So that's been my dream about him since I was 12. And I've dreamed the whole conversation. It's really interesting. But, but I, you know, I applaud him. Um, you know, like you brought out already about him, you know, he's kind of a no guff type of guy. He, you know, he sees the truth. He's a straight shooter. He calls it like it is black is black, white is white. And, you know, he knows that, Hey, the U S is run by Satanists and they're trafficking, they're exploiting children. And he's Mm -hmm. not for that. And when it comes to his own children, you know, which Ukraine is a part of Russia, but how many kids are getting transported across the borders just like they are in our country? You know, that's one of the ways the system works is that they will kidnap or abduct children or people from one area, and then they will transport them to a whole nother area, even another country. You know, as a kid, if you're trafficked or, um, you know, taken to another country, how can you even get help if you don't even speak the language or you don't know which country you're in? If you can't read, write, or understand, you're pretty helpless. So there's a lot of this uh, movement across borders, and he's very aware of that. He knows, 
you know, how many of the Russian children are being brought into that Ukrainian area, bought and sold. And part of how it works is that you've got the hubs like the Netherlands and Russia, where, you know, there's a lot of the prostitution, a lot of the um, sexual exploitation of women, and then they give birth. And then those infants are taken from their mothers. Um, and that's how they're, you know, they're actually, you have multiple victims within a situation. And I applaud every country, you know, even our, our president, um, we'll just say DJT said this too, you know, that he's aware of, of all the victims and he's reached that point where he says, not on my watch, it's not going to happen. I'm going to make an effort to bring every American home. And we see that. And it's actually a biblical prophecy. In scriptures, it says that the Lord will cause things to happen so that each individual returns to their nations. So I see, you know, these guys working together where they're literally bringing their people back. They're you know, evacuating those out of their country who are not from their country, putting them back in their own countries. So in this, the word of God is being fulfilled. We're watching it happen. You know what? I don't have it ready, but I'm thinking immediately of uh, Isaiah 45. Mm, yeah. And, uh, and I think it's so ap applicable to what we're seeing now and you know, particularly with DJT, you know, how do you take down an enemy without firing a shot? Right. Right. Uh, there's other people shooting, of course, but <laughs> it's, uh, it's wild. And, and one, one other point, um, and I'm, again, I'm not picking sides. Uh, I don't want anyone to be hurt or killed, but the Ukrainians, are hurting their own people by handing them out all these guns. Uh, who are who? Who are the first ones to line up for those guns? Would they be the good guys or the bad guys in the country? Probably the criminals, and there's a lot of them there. Uh, they they they're they're hurting their own people. And another thing that I want to mention is like Putin doesn't want to destroy the country. He wants to take it intact. And yeah. you know, he has a history lesson. You can disagree with it or not, but you know, he has some very good reasons why they should be. And most people there still identify as Russians. And actually, a lot of people there want him to come and take them. Don't listen to the news. They're lying to you again about everything. Yeah. And I'm not there up with boots on the ground. I'm just watching people who are there and talking. Mm -hmm. But I want to make the point as well, Jesse, because very publicly in 2018, Vladimir Putin accepted Christ and got baptized. Yep. Did it before his whole country. He did. Yeah. 2018. So uh, can you. You've got a lot of people proclaiming, you know, we've even had DJT proclaiming too, where he said, Hey, it's not me. It's, the boss upstairs and he's even gone as far as to define that boss as Jesus Christ. Yeah. More than once. So and, we've and he got never all did that before he was in office. 
Right. And we've got all these leaders now who are kind of joining together, who are proclaiming Jesus Christ. So as their Messiah. So that's huge. You know, when in history has that ever happened? It hasn't. But I also wanted to bring out going back to, you know, part of the reason for this, um, you know, one, I think it is to, you know, get their kids and to bring back their children that belong to their country and take responsibility for those children. Um, but the second part is that, you know, we've got individuals who have been working on the slide behind the scenes with these companies who have been doing, um, you know, the exploitation of children and in, involved in trafficking. And we've got, you know, nations that have been keeping secrets. So, you know, there's more to the story with the person that you, you named earlier in the show, you know, JFK, there's more to that story. Oh, Was yeah. he really dead? But how many people have they claimed were dead that maybe were not? Um, so I think that some of this is that, you know, where are those people being hidden by the system? You know, a lot of them were in different places underground in the U.S. And as the military went through those tunnel systems, they had to hide those people and take them to more secure locations. You know, one of the places they were trying to take them was to Russia. You know, they had a couple big bunkers there, um, you know, where they were trying to hide rats and stuff. But once those were found out, you know, they're getting down to the nitty gritty of where do they hide these people so that the public doesn't find out the truth. And, you know, I'm just going to say it, um, I think that, you know, you can even watch I Pet Goat, which is tends to be a very prophetic cartoon about their plans. And in that cartoon, they show some things. First, they show, you know, some oil fields and they show New York and some stuff happening. And then they tune in on a very specific ritual. They show a moon and standing under that moon calling forth warriors is Osama bin Laden. So I would challenge that he's not dead. And, you know, where do I believe he's been hiding? I'm saying I think he's hiding there along with some other rats. And, you know, the, the top rat is somebody who literally has been deceiving and working underneath Putin. And he's now found out he's a very bad egg Yes. And uh, I think he's going to get his bad egg and deal with his bad egg that has spoiled the lot of his country, you know. So um, just like Trump was surrounded by vipers, Putin has been as well. That's right. And this individual even, you know, he's one of the head heads of the protector departments for the Brotherhood system, you know, and been working with the U.S. military. So... You know, I think that it's all going to come forward, um, you know, and just people are going to be shocked. I mean, imagine all these mass events that we've seen or, you know, things that we thought were terrorists and we celebrated the victory with our country that, yes, they took out these terrorists. And what if they really didn't? What if they're not even holding these people as captives, really? 
like these people are living the life of luxury somewhere in some underground mansion that's like heaven you know played by paid by black budget out of the cia that's what it pretty much comes down to. I mean, how mad would you be? And how many of our, you know, I'll put it this way. Let's talk to the mama bears. How many mama bears have lost children over in the military in these faked wars? And you think hey, it was worth it. My son died because, you know, we got him. We got the terrorists. Did we? And, and then what was the point? What was the point of all those deaths that happened? And who you know, funded both sides of the war in every case? Just to downsize, you know, just to downsize. That's the whole thing, to downsize and to silence and to keep people from knowing what's really happening. Well, you but know? you also have the massive uh, displaced peoples and displaced peoples are not trackable. So they up their inventory. And I'm just going to reiterate this again. Why is the U.S. Congress and Senate and everyone so worried about Ukraine's borders where millions of people are coming across the southern border? Ladies and gentlemen, I know the news says they're, they're part of a voting block and they're trying to get some, listen, their inventory for these people. Yeah. Okay? Their inventory. And, and the other thing that I want, I think it's just important, and maybe we'll start closing on this, Jesse, but when all of the news media and everything is focused on Ukraine and Russia, you'd better look in your backyard because they have you looking over there for a reason. Right. Yep. They always and do And we'll their- say there's important things happening in the U.S. right now. I definitely... You know, if you don't follow my Twitter, I encourage people to follow me on Twitter at Saboter Jesse. And I've been putting it out there. I've been putting where your eyes should be and the stuff you need to be watching because it's vitally important uh, to what's going on right now. And don't get distracted. Don't, you know, scripture tells us that the Lord says, do not be afraid. So, you know, the media, uh, the news, they're going to be saying things that cause that fear reaction and get you to worry and panic. But in the war, you need to keep your eyes on the battle, keep your eyes on the Lord, know he's marching before us. And as long as your eyes are there, you know, you'll always be right where he wants you to be. And, you know. That's the best advice I can give. I'm telling you, I'm feeling pretty good about where things are going right now. Um, I'm I'm actually encouraged by the stuff that's happening in the world right now. And I believe if you just keep your eyes on Jesus, as Jesse said, you will be encouraged as well. Um, yeah. And by the way, uh, if you are banned from Twitter, like me, multiple times, uh, you we also have a telegram channel devoted just to jesse's um tweets and we have a couple people who go and grab her tweets and constantly transfer them and update them so it's not oh it's not in real time but it's very close there it's kept up to date every day uh so you can uh follow her there but jesse i think we've given at least 
somewhat of a better description and we say, hey, don't worry about that as much if there's an if, if the things are gonna happen there that I think are good for the world. And yeah. what we need to be looking at right now is in your own backyard. Because that's where the sneaky stuff is happening right now. Right. Absolutely. All right. Uh, any final words, Jesse? Just encourage people to to follow us on those different Telegram channels. Um, if you haven't joined us on Saturday evenings for the Saturday night service at 7 p.m. Eastern time on YouTube, it was super fantastic this past week. Yeah. I encourage people to go back, watch it. Uh, Pastor Brian Cole is one of my favorites. Uh, we've had him on to share his powerful testimony on earlier shows. Um, I think it was the Ghost Writers. First one, uh, yeah. Yeah, series, um, but just powerful testimony. And then the prayer uh, we have on the Telegram group at 8 p.m. On our main Telegram channel, we have the Sing and Pour Prayer group, and that was just phenomenal this past week. Um, so some powerful prayer worries in there. If you want, you know, I've been talking on my Patreon um, about different forms of stewardship and really encouraging people to inventory their life, including their sp the spiritual aspects of their life. So if prayer is one of those things where you need to build up and, you know, kind of learn how to um, get better at prayer, you know, I just encourage you to join this prayer group. It's all different levels. Mm -hmm. You don't need to be afraid if you are just starting out praying. You know, the fact is just that you're putting your prayers out there and, uh, you know, so you get quite a wide variety in that group, but really it teaches people how to pray. So I encourage everybody to join us Saturday evening for those things. Yeah, very much so. And uh, listen, I just want to give a quick plug. If you want to know where I learned about uh, the JFK thing, well, it was from Cisco Wheeler and uh, her book, uh, Behold a uh, White Horse, is uh staggering the amount of information in there it's such a high level uh honestly and she does honor god in it uh, so and yeah. uh just like jesse's books are very very revealing as well uh, and a reminder you can support jesse and i our links are in the description uh but also if you want to partner with us and you want to you know support other people in your country uh go to mylibertystand.com and uh you know what? I'm going to change it today. Jesse, I'm going to say, love your God, love your country, love your neighbor, and make a difference in your community. <laughs>